Hey. Welcome. Hello. Tom and Brady Hour, Post-Nuclear Podcast, episode 75. Wowza. How are you, sir? I'm... We never did the couch gag. Shit, sorry. I'm your host, Fence. And I'm your, um, feral clawed host, Declan. How are you? I'm doing really good, actually. That's good. I mean, I was really sick, like, yesterday and the day before, mm-hmm. but today I woke up and I felt fantastic. So I went to work, and I got nothing done. Mm-hmm. It's, and, it's fucking uh, Christmas, you don't have to do work. Yeah, and today was the Christmas party anyway, after work, so yeah. we were all just, like, chilling. On a Tuesday? Yeah, on a Tuesday. How you Some to... white people getting drunk <laughs> on a Tuesday. Yeah, how are you supposed to turn up on a Tuesday? No, is that this really cool uh, whiskey distillery? You, that, you didn't answer my question. How are you supposed to turn up on a Tuesday? I mean, people with alcoholism can turn up any day. Yeah, but what if you don't have alcoholism and you just want to go to the party? Oh, like, no, we we, we did, yeah. Like, I I had a a drink or three. Declan. Yeah? What else is new? Um, not much. Still haven't, uh, still haven't beaten any of the games I've been playing recently, so there's that. Um, how are you doing, friend? I know you've been having some uh, pretty up-and-coming times. I'm just kind of fucking... I'm fucking cruising, my man. Just like, not a phone in strike, just... Not a phone in sight, just straight vibing? Yeah, I'm fucking just... Ah, dude, I don't even know anymore. I'm just fucking living it. Fucking doing it. Just living the dream. Yeah, um... I wanted. I messaged you the other day. I said, "Declan, please, I need help," and you never got back to me. It's because uh, I was in a coma. You could have told me that. I'm um, sorry. I wanted you to take a look at my my PC specs if I could run fucking Ma- the Master Chief Collection because I really because um, I'm I'm really about to buy uh, a USB GameCube controller and play <laughs> play Halo Reach on the PC with a GameCube controller the way the good Lord intended. You know, yeah, like. As the good lord intended, you yeah. said it just perfectly right there. <laughs> I I, uh, I fucking want to play that in the worst way. I want to see if I could log back into my old Microsoft account and see if I can see my old friends list. That That's going to be like a trip. Yeah. I don't know. I mentioned this last episode, but in case anybody didn't hear, um, it's now special guest Bentley. Oh, yeah. Um, SGB. SGB. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. You know, same shit different day still riding out that fucking wave of happiness i got all my christmas shopping that. done i mean that makes one of us i haven't done shit for christmas shopping yet really yeah i mean i have a couple stuff on like an amazon wish list like uh-huh. stuff for my sister but like other than that i really don't do a lot of christmas shopping i think this is gonna be my last christmas yeah i mean what if someone gives you their heart and the very next day you give it away well, what a fucking idiot. I'm gonna, it's a hypothetical. No, I know. Why would you do that? Like, if you're going to give me a gift, give it to me with a receipt, you idiot. Um, right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, and this is, what did you call this? Uh, nuclear Winter. Yeah, welcome to Nuclear Winter. Yeah. I got the little jingle jangle there. Yeah, I think this is, I think this is my last. Uh, what makes you say that? I don't like what Christmas has become. Um, kind of like the commercialized version of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, my, the same shit I said with, with Thanksgiving. If you love your family, don't wait until Thanksgiving to tell them that you love them. Um, yeah, right, right. Like, people would ask me, oh, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, nothing. Socks and underwear. Yeah. Like, 
If you gotta get me something, yeah. get me socks and underwear and deodorant, just because, like... Yeah. Just like, you know, that shit's good to have. Yeah, I don't want anything, I don't need anything, I'm just kinda cool right You're now. You're like... My mom asked me, like, oh, do you have any ideas for Christmas? Like, your grandmother wants to get you something, and I was like, I want one book and, like, a couple, like, shirts. Yeah, I don't really... Like, I've got boring presents now, it's not like when I was a kid, when I wanted things, like, extravagant. I don't remember being a kid and wanting extravagant stuff. Well, I mean, just like, it's not like I'm saying like, hey, mom, can you get me a Lego? Like, I'm, I'm almost one whole Lego. I mean, I, I love Legos to this day. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But now I'm at a point where I have a job and I can buy my own Legos. I'm not going to lie. I have the, um, I have like a little, I have a NASA Lego collection. Um, Yo, um, what, what's the name of the like space shuttle? I have the Saturn V. Yeah, and Saturn V, it's so cool. You have to um, put a picture in. Let me see if I can swivel the camera around. So, I have the Saturn V, and then under it um, is all the women of NASA. Um, so it's like Sally Ride, and Nancy Roman, uh, and Mae Jemison, and I can never... Margaret something, I can't remember her name, but she wrote the code for the original... Um, Ooh, yeah. Fucking thing in 69. Um, but And then there's a little model here that I showed uh, of the landing pod for when they got on the moon and then for the um, when they hit the water, that, like, module thing. So I, I, have an, I have, like, a NASA Lego collection, and someone, like, asked me, like, oh, what do you want? I was like, look, don't buy me anything, but if you feel like you really want to spend a little bit of money on me, there's a fucking moon landing set <laughs> that I wouldn't Ooh, be upset yeah. if you got that for me. Um, like I, the Apollo, like, uh, moon yeah. cruiser thing? because I, I, that's, like, the one piece that I need, not to finish my NASA collection, but, like... It's, to, like, it's kind of part of a set. Like, it's cool to have all that. Yeah, so I was, I was like, if you really want to get me something, get that. Because I know exactly where mm. we go. And then above that, I have my 1966 Batman Lego collection, just because I fucking love 66 Batman. Yeah, but... That... That thing is so cool. Yeah, the Batcave, the Batmobile. It's so cool. It's like fucking. 4, I remember the first pieces. time I saw that, I was in a Lego it's shop huge. and I was like, I need to show Vince. It's huge. It's giant. Yeah. Like, they could have sold just the Batmobile for like 80 bucks and I would have bought two. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you. Yeah. You would have kept one to keep in the box and one to build. Yes, but you know what else I'd fucking buy if I had the money? What would that be? Uh, Deathclaw. Because it's fucking tight and then I don't have to buy a dog. You see, I don't really consider a Deathclaw a feasible pet, if I'm oh, being honest. I will tell you how they can be a feasible pet. Well, shoot. Give it to me. They are large, agile, strong specimens. Uh, they are mutated of the Jackson Jackson's chameleon, uh, created through genetic engineering with DNA of various other species. Uh, through mutation, most, most of them lost their color-changing abilities because of them being chameleons, right? Mm -hmm. uh, originally created before the Great War uh, by the government and the U.S. military after... Or, they were a supplement for human troops after the bombs fell. The Master refined the Death Claws genes with uh, FEV. The results were incredibly fast, powerful, and almost intelligent. Hmm. Despite five games worth of lore and the uh, origins that had to do with the Master... Death claws apparently are quite common in Appalachia in 2102. Uh, Fallout 1 doesn't take place to 2161, and I remember hearing that death claws in Fallout 1 were supposed to be looked at as like this mythical um, kind of, not experience, but like. It's it, like, like the Bigfoot of the enemies in Fallout. Yeah, like when you found one, it was special. Mm hmm. 
And then they were there, but they weren't really there. And if they were there, it was most likely due to Mariposa. Um, mm-hmm. But only 25 years after the fucking bombs dropped, apparently they're all over in Appalachia. So we know how that be. So fuck lore, right? You know, I mean, this is episode 75. I'm not sure what we're doing for the next episode, but <laughs> yeah. we'll burn that bridge when Bethesda gets to it. Yeah, if they get to it. Um, so, some of their biology. They're humpbacked, bipedal, I love that word, reptilian build with long humanoid arms. They're 9 to 10 feet tall. Uh, on average, they have a thick, resilient hide, powerful muscles, 12-inch razor-sharp razor claws, Excellent sense of smell and hearing, yet they have poor eyesight. Uh, they seem to have some sort of social intelligence, possi- possibly able to understand the concept of selfless helpfulness to an extent. Sometimes, uh, sometimes they have a rec- recognition for. Uh, sometimes they recognize and reciprocate uh, to other species outside of their own. That's just kind of a quick overview. Um, I I don't like using my phone or looking at the website for the the lore, the notes, whatever. Um, But if I've learned anything from the first week of Monster Month, I'm not fucking writing down as much as there is. Um, So if you excuse me. Like, I'm looking at all the different variants of Deathclaw, and there are a ton. Yeah. So I'm just going to go through um, just the main, just all of them from every game, and then we'll kind of go into what makes them kind of cool. I'm sure um, they're going to be sprinkled throughout the screen like you do with most monster variants. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoy, like, I don't know if you watched last week's lore, but, like, yeah. I enjoyed editing everybody coming in and, like... You just, like, yeah, you just, like, stuck a person here, you yeah. stuck a person there. And now there's a fucking guy on the west wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me one sec. So, okay. Fallout 1, you have Deathclaw, Deathclaw spawn, Mother Deathclaw. Fallout 2, you have Deathclaw, Deathclaw spawn, Mother Deathclaw, Tough Deathclaw, Intelligent, and Albino. Fallout 3, you have Deathclaw and Enslaved Deathclaw. That's it. Which, honestly, probably makes the most amount of sense for it being 3, because, hey, these really shouldn't be here, and if they are here, they're extremely rare. I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but the first time I ever played 3, I didn't run into Deathclaws till, like, hundreds of hours after I'd beaten the game. Yeah, I kept hearing about, like, Deathclaws, whether it be, like, on, like, the the radio station or, like, from friends, like, oh, have you seen a Deathclaw? The only place I saw a Deathclaw in Fallout 3 was Old Olney. Yep. Because Um, someone told me that they were there. Yeah, I I very, very rarely ever saw them. There's one that sometimes shows up outside the Super Duper Mart. Um, Really? Yeah, but see what I mean? Like, they're not supposed to be everywhere. They're supposed to be rare on the East Coast. Like... I can I can understand more like oh twenty two seventy seven twenty two eighty seven like maybe there's a little bit more they had ch- a chance to kind of migrate east but like yeah. they still were north be rampant our case yeah you know what I mean like like gator claws like really mm-hmm. um, Fallout New Vegas has death claws babies young blind death claw alpha male death claw mother legendaries. Then there's a Radiated and Stripe, which is a, uh, a unique variant. In Fallout 4, you have the Deathclaw, the Alpha, the Glowing, the the Matriarch, the Savage, the Albino, the Chameleon, and the Mythic. In 76... What's the Mythic? I don't remember that one. Um, I don't remember what they look like, but I will click on the picture and tell you. They look like regular Deathclaws, but I think they're a little bigger. Um, uh, in Fallout... F- in 76, you have a Deathclaw, the... Oh, my God. Hold on. Okay, myth. The only thing about mythics is they're like 
like level they start at like level 91 and they can't be affected by a wasteland whisperer that's the only thing that makes them special oh wow but like still that's pretty powerful um well 76 has the alpha the matriarch the savage the albino the chameleon the, the mythic the glowing the scorched and the prime uh fallout tactics has the hairy death claw and i'll put a picture of what that looks like it's fucking funny it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have, for Brotherhood of Steel, there's Explor Experimental, Baby, Elder, uh, Chameleon, Adolescent, and Mother, Experimental, Deathclaw. For Fallout Shelter, there's Deathclaw, Alpha, and uh, Enclave, and then Van Buren, as far as we know, just had one single Deathclaw type of just being a Deathclaw. Death yeah. Keeping it simple. Uh, the most common, the Deathclaw itself, the most common type of Deathclaw... Uh, these exist throughout the wasteland, and they are feared throughout. As mentioned above, they are, are highly difficult to defeat due to their high health, high movement, or yeah, high movement speed and lethal melee attacks. The social nature aids to their. It's not uncommon to encounter to encounter large groups of death claws three or four. Did I miss notes? Yeah, I missed notes. Sorry, everybody. Oh. Like the biology section? Yeah, I missed more out of the out of the biology section than I had written down. I skipped a total page. Um, oh, no biggie. I'm going to track it back just a little bit, and we'll go back to... This is more of just regular Deathclaw stuff. They are very large and aggressive. They are territorial and carnivorous. Um, they are in packs anywhere from 8 to 20-ish, led by an alpha male. And the alpha male is the only one who is allowed to mate with the females. They are oviparous? O-V-I... P-A-R-O-U-S, meaning they come from eggs. Uh, eggs are usually oh, yeah. laid in a dark, sheltered location. Um, fiercely guarded by the mothers, the young reach maturity under the care of their parents. Uh, and they follow them closely until they can fend for themselves. Although they don't have vocal cords, they can still growl uh, and shout, and some have been known to actually repeat what they hear like parrots. See, I think that's very interesting. Yeah, I apologize that I missed all that. When do they... When have you ever encountered one that has, like, speech patterns? Is that, like, Never. a special rare one, maybe? I don't... I was trying to think of this. I don't think I ever remember finding one that could talk or even say anything or, like, mumble something at me. Um, I don't know if maybe there's, like, a special encounter somewhere... Maybe. Maybe it's like a, like a wild wasteland or something. Maybe. I was thinking about it, but I couldn't think of anything. Well, there's one that has the special name from uh, from Big Mountain. Maybe that's Ma one. Maybe that's it. Um, so hold on. I just read you about regular death claws. We're going to talk about mother death claws. Female death claws, also called mothers or matriarchs, are fewer in number. Uh, only one female is in the pack. I'm sorry, only one female is the pack mother at any given time, with another female taking her place when she dies. Mother Deathclaws can be distinguished by the males by their dark blue colored, barbed tails, back-swept horns. They also seem to have bloated abdo abdomen, uh, presumably from eggs, and are generally larger in normal size than Deathclaw. If her young are killed, she will go into an uncontrollable rage, killing anything nearby, including other Deathclaw. Um, and I like that, that those are, like, fucking beefy. Like, they look scary. And then I like how babies just, hit, like, don't have horns. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, baby death claws are the smallest and the weakest form of death claws, and they will tend to stay close to follow their mothers and protect her when she's either threatened or attacked. Uh, if the mother is killed, the baby death claws will surround her body and attempt to, pr to protect her. Wow, if the babies are killed, the mother goes into a frenzy, like I just said. There's intelligent death claws. Now, these are from Fallout 2. This might be what we're thinking of. Yeah, probably. Um, in 2235, the Enclave captured many Deathclaws and exposed them to FEV. This boosted their intelligence, giving them the ability to talk with... Oh, cool. Talk with varying degrees of... What Smartness. Is Smartness and yep. articulation. Uh, this sub subspecies was highly intelligent, but the equivalent of an eight-year-old. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. With some even yeah. being on par with the with average adult humans, their learning capacity was very high, and they were capable of abstract thought and reasoning. Imagine a deathclaw just sitting oh around going, God. "What does it mean to be alive?" Like, <laughs> I just can't imagine a deathclaw with the ability to reason. Like that's that's some real terrifying they, shit. They call me a deathclaw. Why can't I be a birthclaw? Like just. Uh, although they didn't, oh, they didn't have vocal cords. The deathclaws seemed to mimic human speech in the same way that a parrot does. Socially, they had rigid hierarchical, Say it. Higher hierarchical. Hierarchical. That's how you say it. That sounds wrong. It, it sounds wrong, but it's right. Peaceful pack-based ethic code. Uh, they were extremely loyal to the pack as a whole, treating it as a family unit rather than having individual families. Hmm. Fighting with a pack. Fighting within a pack are unheard of. Is unheard of? I think it should be is unheard of. Uh, yeah. And the pack leader controls many aspects of life, life, such as choosing and matching female to male death claws for reproduction. Oddly enough, the death claws are not subject to sterility. Steri sterility? Yeah. Sterility. That just sounds wrong. From FEV exposure, this trait is not explained. <laughs> At least they're honest. Uh, um, albinos, it's just... An extremely rare death claw, only one Gross, G-O-R-I-S, has been Gorus. spotted. Gorus has been spotted in New California. Uh, his albinism is due to a different mutation in FEV, making his hide completely gray, dark gray, instead of the earth tone color uh, like the other death claws, and, he, and his eyes are red. He wears a hood. I don't remember mm. ever seeing him. A hood no, and cloak I. to disguise himself amongst human, but he removes it during combat. Whoa, hold a fucking second. Yeah, this is like cool as shit. What the fuck? This yeah. is super dope. Ooh, from the town of Arroyo. Every time I, I hear Arroyo, or look at Arroyo, I can picture Ron Perlman saying it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about this guy. That's neat as fuck. He removed, that's so cool, he has a cloak. He's just like, I've seen some shit. <laughs> I'm the seer of the wasteland. Do you remember the first time you found uh, one of the Oasis people? Yes. I remember the first time I found him, I was like, why do you have a, why do you have a thing on? Uh, why do you have yeah, a thing what on? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are See, you I, I hope you don't gloss over the next sentence in the albino death claw, because um, that's even cooler. I'm I'm, it, it's like not on here right now. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Do you want me to say it? No, hold on. Wait. Fuck. He also has... T what? He also has a telepathic yeah. sense of connecting him with his brothers as seen as when the Enclave attack in Vault 13. What the fuck? Yeah, this guy's boosted. What the fuck? Gorus is the man. We're doing an episode on Gorus. Yeah, we got Gorus him. Gorus is the fucking man. What the fuck? 
How did I not know about this guy? Yeah. Hold on. But he removes his cloak during combat. He also has a telepathical sense connecting him with his brothers as seen... When? I don't know. Um, Like, because that's in the beginning of the game. In the beginning of Fallout 2, you see the Enclave, like, and then, like, rip Wow. Um, Damn. Maybe is it towards the end? I'm going to look it up. Um, The Albino Deathclaw can be seen in Fallout 4's Glowing Sea. However, it is... It serves as a leveled variant of the Deathclaw, unlike Goris. Uh, they have pale skin, and they do not increase intelligence. Okay, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> um, now, these are Enclave Deathclaws. These Deathclaws are equipped with mind-control headgear that allows the Enclave soldiers mi- to mind-control who the Deathclaw's target is. If the player cripples their headgear, the Deathclaw will frenzy. They will attack any non-Enclave personnel, including other Deathclaws. They can, however, be temporarily controlled with the Deathclaw Control Scrambler, which can be obtained after installing Broken Steel. They are frequently found in cages near Enclave patrols in the Capital Wasteland, and are often released if the patrol is engaged in battle. Enclave Deathclaws may sometimes even respawn after their enclave masters have been killed, an enclave deathclaw is in a cage in that is in the cage will be set loose by the nearest enclave officer if under attack. Uh, I'm not going to read young deathclaws because it's just babies again. Yeah, it's just babies again. Blind deathclaws. Like I hope I hope this gives a little. I've never understood why they're blind. Blind deathclaws are a variant found within the Mojave wasteland and appear in both adult and baby form. Although they are not able to see, they have super, super, superb hearing. Uh, actually having a higher perception than normal death claws they have a higher perception than normal death claws which makes approaching them unnoticed very difficult if not impossible but I don't remember encountering blind death claws I do and I remember being like but why are they blind like did they look at an eclipse were they born that way maybe they were just scratched by a neighboring tribe who knows I don't know uh, glowing Deathclaws are found in the Commonwealth and Appalachia. They are a highly radiated version of normal Deathclaws. A uh, green light emits from inside of their body, and they inflict radiation damage on top of normal Deathclaws. Basic damage. Deathclaw Alpha Male, uh, or as I like to call him, the Fuckbringer. He is the Fuckbringer. <laughs> the Alpha Deathclaw is second only to the legendary Deathclaw in power. The Alpha Deathclaw is much different in appearance, being darker in color and having large horns. Uh, the legendary Deathclaw. Uh, this is the Fuckbringer 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, the legendary Deathclaw is the biggest and most lethal Deathclaw in the Mojave. It is somewhat larger than normal Deathclaws and also has grayer skin, expanded horns, and fangs. It is located in the final area of Deadwind Cavern, home to many other Deathclaws. It and other Deathclaws located in Deadwind Cavern have amassed quite a collection of loot from the would-be hunters, including Mercy, a unique grenade grenade machine gun found near the the legendary Deathclaw on a dead Brotherhood of Steel paladin. In Fallout 4, they appear in the Commonwealth with similar strengths and abilities to one, found, to one found in the Mojave, but always drop a rare item which can be recovered on their corpse. They appear frequently if the difficulty is set higher uh, or the player is traveling into the Glowing Sea. I remember meeting the Fuckbringer too in the Glowing Sea. Yes. Do not recommend. Not a fan. Uh, here's here's one that I love. This is the cool one. Yeah, the hairy Deathclaw. He looks like a sass man, a Sasquatch man. 
Um, That's a squatch. <laughs> all right, get the fuck out of here. Deathclaw subspecies, death a deathclaw subspecies living in the area of former states of Illinois, Missouri, and Kansas, developed patches of fur to better cope with the cold climate. However, since reptiles are cold-blooded and produce very little of their own body heat, a real-world reptile with fur would actually freeze to death. Furthermore, <laughs> some of them were noted to be capable of speech as early as 2197, which means they are probably, which means that they probably developed speech through spontaneous mutation or were experimented on by someone other than the Enclave. Another possibility is that they were designed to have an intellect and ability to speak before the Great War. The Harry Deathclaw are more matriarchal, matri- I fucking hate words like this, matriarchal. Matriarch- How do you say that? Am I saying it correctly? Matriarchal. Matriarchal. Uh, then, the, if you hear me struggling, fucking help me. Then I tried my best. New California, Capital Wasteland, and Mojave counterparts. With infants, these death claws are less hairy and seem to be absolutely unintelligent, behaving like an animal, or simply following the adults. They're presum- they presumably become self-aware when they grow up. And that is from Tactics. So... So it that's might not be canon. Here's another one that's fucking... He looks super baller. Uh, the experimental oh, death claw. Doesn't he look awesome? He looks like the fucking tank from um, uh, Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Damn. This guy looks cool as hell. This is from uh, Brotherhood from of Steel. BLS, so yeah. this is the fucking the, the Xbox game that nobody likes. Uh, in the secret vault of vault Installation, which serves as the company's ticket to a life after the apocalypse, aside from many scientific projects... Uh, that were to ensure the company's power. Some research with radioactive materials and FEV took place. When the Brotherhood of Steel initiative visited the vault, he in- when the Brotherhood of Steel initiate visited the vault, he encountered a unique variant of the beast of the beast known all over the waste. Uh, Voltex scientists apparently obtained a sample of the Deathclaw bioweapon and tried to improve it using FEV radiation and technology. Whoa! Is he a half a cyborg? That's fucking tight. Um, Whoa. Uh, sorry. The resulting new species became larger, stronger, gaining extra muscle mass and a type of exoskeleton with many protruding spikes. However, the mutation led them to become blind, leaving the death gloss to rely on their other senses. They, li- the longer they live, the bigger they become. Oh my God. So the mutation and the FEV effect could very similar be to that of the capital wasteland super mutants. The eggs of these death claws are so unique or, I'm sorry, are also unique as they appear more like a pile of flesh. Nearly the same size as a human. Oh my god. Like a birthing sack? Ugh. Ugh. I just realized I haven't been on screen. I apologize. Uh, there's also experimental is, elders, which I'm not going to... This is definitely gonna... way different than the run of the yeah. death ball. There's experimental chameleons. They just go invisible. There's experimental yeah. adolescents and experimental mothers. Uh, Stripe. Stripe is a unique creature. This is from New Vegas. Yeah. Stripe is a unique creature with the appearance of an original Deathclaw, significantly smaller than other Deathclaws found in the Wasteland. He appears only in New Vegas' ad on Old World Blues. If the Courier has the Wild Wasteland trait, despite his size, he still has the same stats as the full-scale Deathclaw Alpha Male. Then there's one for Nuka World, and there's a Quantum one, but I think this is cut content. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't exist. And uh, somebody once told me that there was supposed to be a Nuka or Quantum one in um, 76. They did some data. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much everything on the Death Claw. 
Yo, check out the oh, I just put my phone the fun facts. Where? I didn't see fun facts. Or the behind the scenes. Where is that? Uh, it's at the bottom of the page. Uh, I want to read something kind of cool. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. According to the Fallout Bible, after a Dungeons & Dragons computer game made by Interplay was cancelled, Deathclaws were modeled visually on the Tarasks of the D&D canon, as a Tarask clay model was already made. Hmm. However, according to Chris Taylor, while they do look Tarask-like, it was not intentional, and the clay model was supposed to be a Deathclaw from the start. I'm actually going to send you a picture oh, of what... Wow. The model... Did you see it? Of the Tarask? Yeah, of what it intended to be for the cancelled game. No, I, there's pictures down below. If you scroll down, it shows it. Oh, wait, is there? Yeah. Fallout and Fallout 2, there's pictures of, like, the Deathclaw was, like, almost looked like a bear. And then there's pictures of the... There's two pictures of the clay model. I wonder who owns yeah. that. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And, I mean, if you look at what a... Tar- I just opened up the Tarask page on uh they look very similar i wish there was a better yeah. picture of it on wikipedia here i'll send it to you in host lounge so you have it for the edit no i have it i just wish there was more sorry so you have it for the edit um here check this out this is what they looked like i know i was looking at that picture holy shit like that kind of looks like a death claw yeah wow that's really cool that's they're really n- cool yeah they're new creatures um What's our time looking like? Our time, we are 30 minutes in. Wow. Um, no, they're neat creatures, and they have a lot of lore. Um, Surprisingly, um, actually. Yeah. Um, I wish I wish they wouldn't just fucking throw them in anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I wish they were a bit more special. Like, in the newer games, they're definitely kind of meant to be, like, uh, gates for parts of the map that are supposed to be high level. Not even that. They're just there because, ooh, this is recognizable. It's like, let's just throw the Brotherhood in. Yeah. You know, Maxon stood on the West Coast his entire life. Yeah, he's an Appalachian. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I tweeted something recently. Uh, if you're, if you're oh, in gosh. the Discord, if you're in the Discord, you've already seen it. Fallout 76 is the Phantom Menace of, of the Fallout series. Um, I so, think it's the funniest shit. So here's what I'm thinking. We got, like, f- arguably four really good Fallout games, right? We got mm-hmm. one, two, three in New Vegas. Right? Right. That's our original trilogy. Sure. <laughs> right? And then... If we just consider New Vegas a big DLC of three. No, I wouldn't know. Don't say that, because then I feel like that takes away its own importance. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, actually, I got two stories out of this. Um, and then you get four, and four's not... It's a, it's, it's a good game, but it's not a good Fallout game. Um, yeah. I'll say I'll fucking be the first person to tell you that. And then we go from that to 76. And so this is this is like George Lucas like, "All right, I'm going to make a bunch of new movies and they're not going to be good, but uh, people oh, are going to like I want to do I want to backpedal a little bit." Okay. I don't think Fallout 4 is a bad Fallout game. I think it's a bad RPG. Okay. Um yeah, because it's more that. of an action adventure game. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think it does a lot for it's the a, world. It doesn't it's... do a lot of world building. It really doesn't. I think it has interesting. Locality. It has it has interesting locale. It has interesting ideas. But like, if you read a Fallout Three or a Fallout New Vegas, and don't get me wrong, New Vegas will have way more lore. But if you read like a Fallout Three or New Vegas lore bit, it's so much more. And then yeah, like you read I, Four, I it's just like he lived here and then didn't, and then now he's this way. Mm-hmm. 
all right, but fucking what fucking shoes did his mother wear? Like, right, 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 right. Um, and now we have this this new era of let's make a bunch of new games, and it's either going to be hot garbage until like the third one, and everyone's going to be like, all right, at least it's decent. Um, yeah. And then another big company is going to buy it out, and it's just gonna they're just going to remake Fallout One pretty much, or Fallout Three, or New Vegas. Uh, like not remake it, but like tell the same story, but it's good and it's visually appealing, but it's pretty much mm-hmm. the same story. You know what I mean? Um, right, right. And then the it's second be one, about water. No, it's no, it'll be go. no, it will be the third one. Hear me out, okay? Because uh, right. a New Hope Part Two comes out, episode what seven? Right. Yes. And then that'll be a retelling of pretty much a retelling of three, but its own game. And then we'll get um, the Casino Planet, and it'll be a retelling of New Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, oh my god and then we'll get a third one and it's either gonna make or break or just be stagnant and then we'll get a, a universal location or something that i hear that actually I hear is really it's not fucking, a bad prediction i don't know dude i don't know um i met a kid recently the coffee shop i hang out at one of the one of the kids one of the girls that works there she had a friend over for thank i don't know how i didn't tell you this she had a friend over for thanksgiving and the dude's like, oh, it's getting hot in here. I'm going to take my jacket off. And he takes his one jacket off. And I see on the back a giant snake on his on his sweatshirt. And I go, you got to be snake? fucking kidding me. And I look on the back and it says tunnel snakes. And he turns around and it's got a big 101 on his chest. And I went and I looked over at her and I looked and Steven works there. And I looked over at her and Steven. And I went, this one can stay. <laughs> and, and I looked at him. I go, hey. Without even saying anything, I go, you like podcasts? And he goes, I'm not a big fan. I went, god damn it. Um, Did you plug anyway? Yeah, of course, dude. I plug fucking 24-9. You'll plug at a funeral. I will plug at a funeral. Remember that time I was plugging at a fucking McDonald's drive-thru? Yeah. I, pulled, I, got to, I got pulled over by a cop. And when I had my... I've told the story. I think I plugged. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, and, and I was talking to him. And I went up to him. I said, all right, so you're obviously a Fallout fan. Uh, voice protagonist, bad idea or worst idea? And he's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't hate the voice protagonist. And I was like, but I want to play a black man. And yeah. I don't picture a black dude with a white Irish guy's voice. And he's like, okay. And then, um, I came to the realization that Fallout has become the Kid Cuddy of of video games excuse me kid cuddy is like super well known for his fans hating him like they just like people love kid cuddy and i'm not a kid cuddy fan so i really can't like speak on it but people i really don't know much of his discography i just know he made that one album with kanye that everybody loves and then he made that one album um called speeding bullet to heaven which apparently is hot garbage uh, but he has like a thing where his fans just hate him. Like they don't, they hate like everything about him. I don't know what it is. I'm not a Kid Cudi fan, but like Fallout is becoming the Kid Cudi where it's like our fans are like, we're going to buy it, but we're not going to be happy about it. Like right, right. we got to put up with this shit. Yeah. Like I kind of see that. Like people are buying the new Fallout content for Fallout 4, but like no one likes it. Yeah. No one likes that they're buying it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, $8 to get a one mission that yeah, takes like... advantage of my heart. And you know what bothers me? I watched that video, and we talked about that video where Maddie's like, boop, boop, boop. Um, 
how do I get there? I just take a train? Like, I take a train from Boston to D.C.? That's at least a day's worth of travel. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody thought, like... How, like... I get that you're just you're just making a paid mod, but, like, let's put the forethought into it of, like, how are we gonna get there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do we take a vertebrate? Like... Do we take the train? Well, the train's running. How do we hey, know? How much does that vertebrate cost? Huh? Oh, you can go fuck yourself. Ooh. <laughs> Should we tell that story? Because I feel like that needs context. Yeah, sure. Do you want to tell it? I'll tell it, sure. Then I got two more quick things to say. But you tell so, the story. Back in the day, uh, Vince and uh, and the fellas, the fellas played um, the beta version of Atomic Tabletop. And it has gone through many revisions, and it is still not done. Um, but in the original story, the original telling, they... Well, I should say, Vince's character, Ron Gulman, swindled me out of a I didn't vertebrate. swindle anybody. I went to the Brotherhood, I spoke to Elder Lions, and I said, Hello, Elder Lions, I would like to purchase a vertebrate. And he said no, and then I rolled a 30 on speech. Or so... Ron Kuhlman swindled me out of a vertebrate for 80,000 caps. I was I was worth 2 million caps at the time. So, <laughs> they took the vertebrate and they went on their mission. And I... And, okay, we had to go to New York, but Ron didn't <laughs> want to be in New York. For other reasons. Yeah. So we went from D.C. to New York. So... Uh, then another character who was a uh, an amateur it, it, at explosives. If you watch the show, it's Chris who now plays yeah. um, plays Gabriel. Thank you. I wanted to. I keep wanting to call him Eli because he just like he reminds me of the Book of Eli. Yeah, um, but back then he played a character named Smokey. Yeah, and Smokey was throwing mines like frisbees out of the vertebrate at a uh, at some foes, and you know one of them. Landed in the vertebrate and it exploded. Blew up my fucking bird. I got to drive it for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and I never let them get another one. Yep. But uh, Kyle's character has... Sorry, Bentley's character has the schematics. In that timeline. Yeah, in that timeline. <laughs> well, so... All right. Not getting one in this timeline. Yeah, wait, watch. Um, <laughs> I have so many ideas for what we're doing. Um, I'm very excited about this timeline. I do like the story. When is uh, when is it going up on podcasting apps? Um, soon. I just haven't gotten around to it because I need to re-render all of them as audio, and that just takes a bit of time. Okay. Um, yeah, I should have time this weekend. I'm going to start. I mean, hopefully, two of them are up by now. Uh, I don't think you uploaded one. Hmm? I don't think you uploaded any of them. Um. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, I'm hoping to have two of them up. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a fucking time. Yeah, great time. I go listen to that show. I love it. It's no, my well, that, yes, that, but I'm also saying the old game. Yeah, the like old the game. Oh, version. it was a different oh, time. Oh, my God. We had so much fucking fun playing that. Just meeting in my bedroom and just... And talking. fucking just being loud and ordering pizza and rolling dice yeah. and then going outside for an hour and a half because somebody's got to smoke cigarettes. And like, <laughs> like, what a fucking time to be alive. It was a different time. Sp- fucking, have you ever ordered anything off the Bethesda store? Yes. 
uh, I purchased something recently, and it was like, this is a pre-order item. And I was like, I kind of need this before the new year. <laughs> and they said it was going to ship by December of this year. Um, and as far as I know, it's still on pre-order. It depends on when it comes out. Then I'd say give it like a week and a half after that. No, I no, I mean, absolutely. But like part of me is just like, ah, I need this. Like, um, I actually ordered the Pip-Boy edition of, no, that was. Oh, wait. No, I got one of the special editions through the Bethesda store. Really? It was either the Pip-Boy edition of Fallout 4 or the helmet edition of 76. I think it was the 76 helmet. Really? Yeah, because I went to GameStop for the Pip-Boy with you. Yes, you are correct. Um, so yeah, I mean, that went off without a hitch. I mean, I didn't get my cool bag until a year later, but, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm actually looking at it now, what I bought. Um, and now it says it's out of stock, right? So but, maybe they stopped taking pre-orders on the first round. But it says, this product is pre-sale. Any order containing pre-sale items will not ship until all items are available to ship. Of course, item will be ready to ship December 2019, right? Like, mm -hmm. I bought this as a Christmas present, so I kind of hope it comes in time. That would be ideal, right? Like, that's why I bought it, because it said... It it said December 2019. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if it comes out December 30th... It's still technically thing. Yeah, but like, like, they're not wrong, but... Like, the but, like, the thing... Like, the person is going away for New Year's... Ah. So, like, I want to make sure I get it to them. Because right, I don't know right, when's right. the next time I'm going to see them after that. True. And I don't want to mail it to them or anything, you know what I mean? Because then that becomes postage and a pain in the ass and blah, blah, blah. No, I want to, like, hand it to them. I don't like sending people gifts. I want to hand you a gift. Yeah, it's more personal. You get to exchange that moment. Yeah, and then we get to hug. You know. Just like... They shut down, they shut down that card game. Oh, yeah, the Elder Scrolls card game. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I play Keyforge, and uh, even at that, I barely pay it, play it. It was entering a market that was already really well established with Hearthstone, Gwent, and Slay the Spire. I mean, we talked about this in our text chat earlier today. Well, no, I know, so, like, but that's why I wanted to bring it up now. Yeah. Like, at that point, Slay the Spire had been in early access. I mean, Hearthstone has been well-established for years. Yeah. And Gwent had just been released as its standalone. So I, it makes sense that it didn't really take off. Yeah. Did you ever Did you ever uh, play it? The Elder Scrolls card game? Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I wasn't really interested. Yeah, neither am I. If I have to play a card game, if it's in person, I'm playing hard... Or if, I'm, if it's in person, I'm playing Keyforge. Yeah. If it's online, I play Slay the Spire because, like... That's fun, and it's like an RPG. It's more like it's more like a dungeon crawler, but but know. with cards. Yeah, it's actually a really fun game. Do you know what I played today? And I thought of I thought of Bentley as soon as I started playing it. Um, hmm. The Binding of Isaac card game. They have a card game. There's so many moving parts. In a good way or a no? Bad way? Like in the worst way. Like hmm. you have to like 
you're you can play a card, but then you have to like tap your your character because you play as a character. Like you could play as Isaac, or you could play as like a blue boy, or you could play as like Eden was a character. I didn't really go through all the characters, and then like you get abilities, so then you can have like or you can have like a treasure, and a treasure does a thing, and then you can have like a passive ability, and then dice get brought into it, and then there's a money system, and it's just like who has it? Uh, someone at the coffee shop. Oh, okay. Someone at the coffee I mean, shop. When I'm home, I'd like to try it. it. Sounds kind of cool. I mean, it's it's going to be kind of a pain in the ass to find the kid who has it because it's like uh, you got to go like through a like... person to go through a person. Right, right. It's not fun. Like I was, and I don't like the Binding of Isaac to begin with, but like based just 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 on the the, the fundamentals of this is a board game, this is a card game. Um, I just kind of wanted to play it and just be like, I don't know anything about the series. Like I was making jokes the whole time and like no one got it. Uh, like you have to collect souls. And I was like, oh, so we're playing Dark Souls. And they're like, well, kind of. And I was like, all right, can I just roll into the enemy? <laughs> and, like, the kid looked at me and he goes, sure. And I was like, you've never played? And he's like, no. I was like, bask in the sun? Bask, whatever, whatever the fucking praise the sun is? He's like, no, nah, I played Bloodborne. I go, all right, good. So I'm the only person getting these shitty jokes. Um, yeah, it's not, it wasn't fun. Like, I'll be completely honest with you. I just wasn't having a good time with it. Like, I was zoning out. And I was like, is it my turn yet? Like, it was one of those. Hmm. I, and 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 I tried to. I, I hate being like that when it comes to a card game. Because um, you like to try to like, you like to try. Yeah, right? like I want to learn how to play, but I was just like, this is there's too much. And like it got to the point where someone I was playing with had like a you can collect like coins and shit, like because that's what the game is based on. So mm-hmm. you can throw down like, oh, this card gives me five coins, but then you can have like an effect card out. That anytime you take damage, you get a coin. And then it was like, anytime you take damage, you get a coin. And anytime you get a coin, you get a second coin. And then there was another one that was like, anytime you take damage, you get a coin. You collect a coin off of the coin you coined. And then if you coin a coin, you can coin a third coin. But then, if you get enough coins, you can spend two coins, give this away to somebody, and then you get eight. And I'm like... Fuck. Like... I mean... That complicated level of synergy sounds very on brand for the Binding of Isaac franchise. Sure, I don't like the so, like, I don't like the video. I'm, game I'm looking at the Kickstarter now, and it seems kind of interesting. But like, it's I something just, that I would definitely try. I was trying to go for like a money build where it was just like get as much money as I can, buy whatever I could with because it's like ten coins to buy one artifact or whatever. And then it was like a passive ability you can have out that was called Sacred Heart that like. Anytime you rolled a one, it was a six because you got to fight monsters. Like, I just don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of when dice rolls come into card games. Like, mm. and my first thought was like, why is the D6 here? Am I, am I using a scimitar? Like, am I using, mm. not a scimitar, what are they called? Yeah, scimitars. Those are what the curved yeah. bows are called, right? A rapier? Right, yeah. Whatever. I'm well, like. Rapier is a pokey sword. Whatever. I was like, I was like, what's going on with these dice? I was like, what's happening here? I don't know. It was it's it's a lot of moving parts. If 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 it's out, like if I go back and someone's like, "Hey, you want to play?" I might give it a second try. Yeah, um, I'd like to give it a try. But it's just not like I asked them. I was like, "Do you guys have Secret Hitler?" And they're like, "No." I was like, "I want to fucking play Secret Hitler so fucking I'll badly." Be, I'll be bringing Hitler home <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's the the new hit sitcom, bringing Hitler home for Christmas. Wait, hold on. Oh no, that's springtime. I'm going. What's that fucking it's song? Springtime for Hitler. Hitler and Germany is gay. Um, 
That was written by a Jewish man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was meant to be satire. So. No, I know, but like, fucking, we were, I was talking about Mel Brooks the other day and Thoth. Do you know about the the, the, the god Thoth? Like the Egyptian one of knowledge? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you know that he is Jesus? Oh, really? Yeah. He is the first, he's the first telling of Jesus, pretty much. And that, that within his lore, we all are descendants of space Jews. <laughs> I don't Come know, again? Dude. Yeah. I was at Steven's house. It was very late at night, and he's he's going off on the serious rant about Thoth, and he's like, You don't he's like, You don't know about Thoth? I'm like, No, who's who is this? He's like Space Jews. And I was like, Well, Shabbat Shalom, tell me more. Like it was just now I got it. It's now. a. Tri- I'll send you the documentary. I haven't watched it yet, but it's Please. a fucking. He showed me a clip of it. It's a fucking trip. It is a trip. Yeah. Hmm. What's our time? Fifty. Fifty. All right, we got ten minutes. What do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm I'm ready for bed. If I'm honest, really. <laughs> yeah, I've had a long day. I feel like there was something I wanted to tell you. There was something else that you had. Yeah. You remember what it was? No, not no, at all. not at all. No, no, dude, I'm gonna play Minecraft after this. Oh yeah, I've actually yeah. been playing Minecraft recently. I'm not. I'm. I. I had my kind of my time with Minecraft. I kind of felt like I was done with it. Um, back in the Xbox 360 day, I had Castle mm-hmm. Grayskull, or I'm sorry, Castle Day Gray School, um, and it was my server that I set up, and me and like four three or four other friends, Kyle being Bentley being one of them, uh, this other kid who I don't really talk to anymore, and at least one or two other people, we would get it. I built a forest around my, my castle because Was I just... Was it creative? No, or? creative didn't exist yet on Xbox. Oh, okay. So everything we were doing, we had to do like from the ground up. Um, and what I would do is I was, I was realizing I was starting to run out of wood because I built a too thick wall like an exterior wall around the entire place and then Mm -hmm. those two foot thick walls at the end no i'm sorry it was four four brick thick walls because when you because at the the corners there was towers and there were stairs that went up and then you could walk along that's pretty neat the tower like you could walk around along the perimeter uh and then inside was a castle and then there was shops, and I had a farm, and I had a bunch of other shit, and then in the back of the 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 uh, Castle Grayskull, I started running out of room, and I built a vault door. That's cool as hell. And it went underground, and I don't, I never finished it. Like, I started it, but I never got really far into it, but I was going to make, like, like living quarters in the vault. So you, it was almost That's like really Vault cool. City, where, like, you came out of it, and then it was like, here's everything else to do. Um, but I had, dude, I had a moat. I had a moat that was fucking five across and three or four deep. And this is before That's a creative. Moat. Yeah. This is before creative. So it had yeah. a bridge. It, I couldn't get a drawbridge, but I, I, I made the redstone where the, the, um, it was, ah, fuck, I don't remember what it was. Cause it wasn't chain. It wasn't like bars, but it was wood and it would go up and down and, uh, it was it was super high. It was super super high, and then it was like the last like four or five blocks would move, and um, yeah, when you got there, it was like Castle Grayskull, and I made the Moon Forest, which I use in my D and D, 
Uh, yeah, the Moon Forest. And then inside the Moon Forest, if you don't, for those who don't know, which is everybody, the Moon Forest in my D and D world uh, is wood that only grows in the moonlight. So uh, it doesn't grow during the day; it grows at night, and it's like lighter and stronger and grows faster than bamboo. Um, but I would plant all these trees and all these seedlings or whatever all around. And then my whole thing was like, you cut one down, you plant two. And you kept doing mm-hmm. that. And then I made it where there was such a thick part of the forest that I built the Deku tree from, cool. from Zelda. And then when you went inside, that's how you got to the Ender. That's actually really neat. Like in the mouth? Yeah. And then, I don't think you had a 360, did you? Um, or if I did you, years back. I don't even think I owned did, Minecraft for it. Didn't you give it to your sister? Yeah, she used it as a Netflix machine for a while. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that. I remember you added me on it. And then she mm-hmm. took it from you. And it would be like, Declan is online. And she would send me messages. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm trying to play Reach, woman. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I remember fucking... I built pyramids. I built pixel art. I had a big... Um, fucking Vault Boy with a thumb out and pixel art, like the one that they have in the Fallout 4 E3 trailer. I had that back in the day. Um, I built a bunch of fucking... I think I... I, don't, I didn't build Ryu. No, I built Ryu and Ken, but it was in the Mega Man style. Oh, cool. Dude, I fucking... I had so... I, we used to just... It was something therapeutic that, like... Right now, I built a very therapeutic pack. Really? Yeah, I built a mod pack on... Um, on um or well i modified one that already existed on uh curse or on twitch client oh nice uh the pack is called simply better and it has just a bunch of like vanilla plus kind of mods of like oh it like has better cave generation it has like better lighting and like better sounds and like sound effects and like shaders and stuff so it's like kind of vanilla but it has a couple like quality of life changes to it not bad I actually added this really cool mod called Tetra. Okay. And it's a special, like, crafting table. Is that where you can four? Hmm? Four? No. Um, oh. I'm not sure where the name of the mod comes from. Mm-hmm. But you put tools in and you can, like, sub out parts. Oh, neat. So, like, you could have, like, a pickaxe head and then, like, a spiked back and, like, that does, like, extra damage. That's neat. Or, like, you can swap out, like, the, the, wood, uh, the wood shaft for, like iron oh that's awesome yeah it's really really cool um and i'm having a lot of fun like figuring out the progression of it because it adds other tools like knives and hammers and stuff it's just a really really neat mod nice yeah it's been a lot of fun and like it's just so visually and like auditorily appealing and i'm just it's like what i go it's my calm down space really yeah i'll try to take a a screenshot or like a short video and send it to you just because like it's so freaking cool yeah, please, because I'm going to edit this tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, send a video. Um, well, I was I was talking to Bentley, and I was talking to my other friend, Alex, and Steven might join us, depending on what time he gets home. Um, and Bentley sent me these pictures. Like, now, on PlayStation, it's called Bedrock. I don't know if I've said that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can make your own skins. You can add beards you can there's fucking it's 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 paid mods like i'm not even gonna sit here and lie to you it's exactly what creation club is but like i'm not using any of that because bees are in the game bees. Uh, I, I never got why everyone was all up in arms about bees uh, bees are fucking cool 
Except for forestry bees. Forestry bees are fucking hell. Well, whatever. I just really, like, am looking forward to just starting up a new world with my friends and just kind of sitting just, there. Just, like, and... chilling, yeah. I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Online. I hate Grand Theft Auto Online. Everyone I play Grand Theft Auto Online with does not like Grand Theft Auto Online. So finally you found something different to yeah, go to. but we're just, like, we were playing, I was playing with Alex the other day, and, like, we were, it was just the two of us, and we were trying to race, and we instantly got fucked, and, I, and we were just like, I fucking hate this game, I fucking hate this game, I fucking hate this game. <laughs> like, it's not fun, but it's a game that we can all play together. Right. And, like, I'm happy that so, maybe we can play Minecraft for a while. Yeah, the fun part about that is that you kind of make your own fun with Minecraft. Yeah. So, that's what GTA like Online relative- is. Yeah. But it's the same thing, it's just like without the stressful other assholes. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while you get a good server. Like I like my cars in GTA online, like that shit's fun. But Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, my man I don't know. So I know that you don't know. I don't you know, know what I know. I know I know who does know, because I don't know. I only know what I'm allowed to know, and that's all I know. You know? But I you know, know who knows. Are you trying are you taking this from me? You know who fucks? Shane Ivers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Shane Ivers fucks, dude. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> um it's from uh Silicon Valley. Really? Yeah. This guy fucks. I was watching something recently and it was about the yo you ever see the yo yo man? He wanted to be a yo yo master, but he just kept yoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching a video right. that was like showing hold that. Right, and he was right, like, hold on, wait. he was like the yo yo man fucks. Yeah, he does. But so does Shane Ivers. Shane if you want to get our intro music, that's Feather Duster. You can get it from www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, do you have other things to say? <sighs> yes, I do. Um, I need a kidney. Oh, God. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to follow us um, on social media, there's links in the Johnson below, the doobly doo, uh, to my Twitter, to Declan's Twitter, to uh, the show's Twitter, to the Instagram. You can download this show on podcasting apps, wherever podcasters are hosted, uh, and you can watch the show on YouTube. I think it's the premier way to watch the show is on YouTube. Uh, you get to I see your face. I have fun with the editing. Um, yeah. Uh, if you could please leave us any sort of a review, give us some sort of feedback. I've been doing this for 75 episodes with, with Declan here and I just fucking want validation. Please tell me if I'm doing a good job, please. Uh, and if you really like our show, just tell your friends about it. Yeah, seriously. Tell your homies and your homies, homies. Cause if you tell two homies, two homies, tell two homies. Um, then we got like four or five homies. Did you ever? Did you collect homies as a kid? Those little toys. No, I had a bunch of them, and my favorite one was the dude in the wheelchair. Um, I gotta see if I can find my homies. <laughs> I can't find my homies. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you like the show, let us know. Throw us a review or a five star somewhere, or just some stars, um, if you can spare some. I know the economy's tough. Uh, Spass some stars. See, I'm trying to fucking pad out time because I, I get lost because I try to switch it up all the time and then I get out of a rhythm. Uh, you can follow us on Discord. 
Um, we we record the show because of Discord, because that's how Declan and I talk to each other. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on in Discord. You can talk to each other. Um, we're always talking about something. Today we were talking about frogs, because of course we were. Big frog. <laughs> Big frog! Um, so yeah, follow us there. And if you like the show, if you like what we're doing, you can throw us a couple bucks on uh, Patreon. Now, the show is always going to be free. You're never going to have to pay for the show. It will not be behind a paywall. Uh, we're never going to make you pay $8 for one mission. Uh, you can throw us a couple bucks. We have some some very, very nice people we have to thank because of that. Uh, so, Declan, if you take it from here. We have. Can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> Friendly companion cube. Thank you, cube. Um, can I have a, a jazzy beat, please? Uh, fucking. Noah. Noah, thank you. Um, can I have a uh, a high school band? <laughs> I don't know. I fucking <laughs> gauge. Gage, thank you. Um, can you throw down like a beatbox? Like a fucking simple one? Yeah. Like Mason. Thank you. That was and, fucking timed uh, perfectly. Chef's <laughs> choice on the last one? Sorry? Chef's choice. Fuck, way to put me on the spot. Uh what did I do for the first one? I don't recall. <laughs> I did a drum roll. Um here, uh, I'll do a vibrating thing. You ready? Yes. Jordan, with a Y. Thank you, Jordan, with a Y. Thank you, folks. Um, we really appreciate your generous support of our show, and it's just going to get better from here. I love you. Thank you, seriously. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah, I think that's all. Uh, what you learn in this episode, Declan? I learned that, um, I, I don't know what I learned. You didn't learn a gosh damn thing? I learned that I enjoy spending time with my friend. Who's that? Uh, his name is, uh, Santa Claus. He's my, my wasteland friend. Yeah? Yeah. He's got sand all up in those claws <laughs> and, uh, he's here to freaking party. I can't fucking get it out. I've washed my hands 45 times already. What about you? What did you learn? Um, jeez, I don't know. I learned that, well, it doesn't, did I, I think we should have a rule that if you said it, you can't say that you learned it. Because I was going to say, I, I learned that 76 was the Phantom Menace. Um, I mean, that was like more of like an epiphany. <laughs> like, I when I thought of that, I went, oh God, oh God, like, I need to tell so somebody. Accurate. <laughs> um, I don't know. I uh, I learned that The Binding of Isaac isn't that great of a board game. Fair. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See you later, folks. Oh, fuck. Hold on. All right, I'm good. All right, see you later, boys. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. Podcast.